0: Comics,
1: movies, music,
0: video games, technology,
1: Blu ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
0: The world we know is gone. No Google, no Amazon.com, no email, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
2: Hey everyone, it's the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 22. This is John. This is Jordan. And this is Brad. I feel like I haven't spoken to Brad in ages.
0: You mean in the context of this show? Yes. That's true. We spoke last month on the phone, but in the context of this, which, you know, in real life, that's enough to talk to you once a month. But Agreed. In the context of the show, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding, but I know exactly what you're saying. I'm excited about tonight, though.
2: Yeah, it's nice to get back to the actual episodes. Uh when did the finale air, Jordan? You're
1: our dates guy, roughly. Uh it would have been six weeks after Halloween. That's
0: exactly what I was gonna say.
1: Mm. <laughs> so so it would December be November fourteenth <laughs> uh, <laughs> or thirteenth or fifteenth,
0: somewhere in that. Realm. No
1: no. No, you're right. I'm sorry, December thirteenth, fourteenth or fifteenth, somewhere somewhere.
2: So basically, it's pretty amazing that we've been able to even put out two shows a month this
0: long. I don't know what we've been talking about. Well, last last month's or last uh, episode didn't count, did it? Well, we had two last month. I mean, the very last one didn't count, really.
2: Well, he means because it wasn't about Walking Dead per se.
0: Well, we talked about Walking Dead a little bit, but it's I got about about, AMC. I got about five minutes in. I was like, "Yeah, I need to listen to the new Foo Fighters instead." <laughs> but only it's only because I haven't watched either of those shows, and I would like to. I'm just busting your you know what. I
2: don't want to take too much time with the pleasantries, because we have a commentary to get to, but Jordan, did you watch The Killing
1: premiere? I have not yet, but AMC just put it up online to stream on their website, so I'm going to check that out, and TS19, the finale, aired on December 5th, just in case you were still wondering.
2: Very cool. I've heard very good things about The Killing. I don't even know what it's about Generally.
1: Uh, um, it's basically Twin Peaks without all the magical craziness. It's a, a murder mystery in the Pacific Northwest. It's based on a Norwegian uh, television show, I believe. And they've adapted it here for uh, for AMC.
2: We have a murder mystery going on right here on Long Island. For as there are you Yeah, there's dead hookers everywhere. They're spread out all over the shore. Pun intended. And, um... <laughs> And they're d- very dead, and they believe it's the same guy because, you know, they don't think that this is the general known dumping ground for dead hookers. They think it's one person that has been dumping them. So there's a little serial killer
1: mystery going on. They found eight so far. Didn't that Jeez. happen, like, five years ago, too? And I'm not joking. Um, like, I remember hearing some story. like that, Or maybe it was in Las Vegas. Might have been.
2: This has I'm been going on, like... Five, six, Like, one was found a while ago, and then I guess they finally decided we better look and see if there's any more. It's very tall, like weeds around a beach area, and I think the bad weather had some things to do with the hindrance of the investigation, with all the snow and everything. But, uh, whatever, that's totally off-topic. Anyhow, before we get started with our commentary for the Walking Dead pilot, Days Gone By... Brad, you are going to do our sponsor stuff because you've been slacking long enough.
0: Discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. I'm looking at the Walking Dead offerings, and it looks like what I've been waiting for is finally happening. It looks like they finally solicited Walking Dead trade volume 14. Nice. Yeah. Check this out. The DCB service price after your 40% discount, is only $8.99. It's normally a $15 book, but you can get it for 9 bucks. That's not bad. I, <laughs> I continue to collect. I don't buy the monthly issues, but I continue to collect the trades, and then when the hardcovers come out, I buy the hardcovers. Oh, by the way, I finally was able to get that hardcover Walking Dead, the covers, Volume 1, that had all the covers from issues one through, I think it was 50, and then they had all the covers from the trade paperbacks and the the couple of hardcovers that they put out, and uh, I was able to get that out of Borders that was going out of business near my house. Very um, nice. Even if I hadn't gotten it for 50% off, it still would have been worth uh, cover price or whatever you can get it from DCB Service because Robert Kirkman and Tony Moore comment on each of the covers that Tony Moore was involved in, and then when uh, Charlie Adler started doing the covers, uh, Robert Kirkman and Charlie Adler would comment on the, and it was really cool hearing a little backstory about all those covers. If you like art, I hadn't even seen all those covers. Some of them were new to me, so it was really sweet. So, uh, I'm sure that that is available, uh, on the, uh, DCB service. There's so much walking dead stuff on here. There's a, a Michonne t-shirt, John. I Very nice. Is she yeah, wearing the that. slutty secretary outfit or the real one? Uh, no, it's it's uh, straight out of the comic, actually. That was for you, pretty, Jordan. It's yeah. actually pretty awesome. Uh, it looks like she's standing behind a zombie, holding her sword, but the sword is sticking out of the zombie's mouth. Sweet. So it's, she's actually shoved the sword straight straight through the zombie's head, and it's sticking out of his mouth. And don't forget our special DCBS code, Brad. Yes, WD8. Uh, first time purchasers from DCB Service can use that. And I think also, I I think Russell. Reminded me that you, if you haven't ordered from DCB Service in about twelve months, that they'll let you use it again to kind of pull you back in. I'm gonna. I haven't actually used DCB Service in um, a few months, but I think I'm gonna start. And uh, I have. I'm not qualified for that. That code, obviously, but uh, I'm really looking forward. I, I may have to get this Michonne T-shirt. It's pretty awesome looking. DcbService.com. Do you
2: find closing borders to be sad? Um, Mine is, mine. I mean the actual store, like not the fact that they're closing. They're not going out of business. They're going to have plenty of stores open. But like the closing one that you walk into, is it sad? Mine's very sad.
0: It's only sad in the fact that there are books there that nobody wants, and it makes me feel sorry for those authors. That's the only sadness I experience. Well, and of course, people who work there, you
1: feel bad that they don't have jobs anymore, at least in that particular establishment, but... You know, it's the print industry, it's kind of an, an inevitability at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, nobody's doing a jig or anything, but you know, it, it it's kind of it's kind of laid back in there, yeah. Except the guy
2: that found the 50% off Walking Dead covers hardcover book. I, I, I was definitely jigging. <laughs> All right, everyone, here is the deal. This will be our first commentary episode. We're going to once a month, we're going to take a look at each episode of the Walking Dead. We're going to pop in our DVDs, tell you when to hit play, and talk over it so you cannot hear what's going on.
0: Um, so that'll be exciting. It's kind of like
2: watching it with one of us, actually.
0: <laughs> and like Jordan pointed out, since, since there aren't any commentaries on this first season of the show, you can fill that need by listening to this podcast. AMC practically asked us to do it. Practically.
1: Practically.
2: So I just do want to mention that our next show for this month will include all the stuff that you've come to know and love, like our iTunes reviews and our emails and voicemails and all that stuff, but we're going to keep that off the commentary episodes so we can get right to it. So if you are using the DVD or Blu-ray version, what you want to do right now is pop in your disc, go to the main menu, you're going to go to the episodes section, and you are going to hit enter. The screen is going to go black, and just as the screen comes back, you're going to see that road with the car in the distance. You want to hit pause at that point. Should be about two seconds on your DVD timer. That's where we're going to start from, and we're going to give you plenty of notice as to when we're going to actually hit start. And Jordan, what is our little marker for the iTunes files, in case anybody's using
1: those to watch along? If you're watching it on the iTunes file, or I think uh, Amazon had them as well, you're going to want to go to eight seconds in, approximately.
2: Right, and for those files, you're going to get a little AMC screen first, and then it's going to go into the road. Exactly. So basically, and hey, listen, if you're using a format that we haven't mentioned, as soon as you see that fade into the road and the car in the distance, you want to pause it as soon as possible, and when we say go, that's where we're going to start from.
0: In the distance... Uh- there's some street signs of which you see the back and on the, there's a car. You see the car on the road, you move over to the left. There's a very small sign. If you move over again, there's a larger sign that looks like it's double sign. Well, when I paused my Blu-ray, the bottom of the car is even with the bottom of that small sign. So that's how far back the car is on the road. You know, for if you know, you're watching and you're a second, second and a half, Two seconds off, you're, you're still going to get the, the effect of what's going on here. You won't be as cool as the people who know how to line up their DVDs
1: correctly, but you'll still get the full effect. Right.
2: All right. So, if everybody can queue up to that point, you can pause your iPod or player or computer now to get yourself set up. And we are going to unpause in three, two, one. And it's not going to be three, two, unpause, guys. It's going to be three, two, one, unpause.
0: You stole my uh, Lethal Weapon Thunder. I was about to ask that question.
2: (laughs) Man, I'm retiring in two days. Okay. (laughs)
0: Three, two, one, unpause. Okay, my car is about to hit the sunlight, and now. You just hit the sunlight. Very good.
2: I was so hyped for the beginning of this show and this delivered so awesomely
0: it almost looked like a matte painting in the back with those trees back there car just stopped I may just throw in one of those every once in a while just to see how we're all lined up it's like one time when
1: I uh got Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade from the library it wasn't even that it was the first one and uh Turned out it was the for vision-impaired persons. So like every five seconds, it would be some narrator in the background describing what was going on. It was weird. (laughs) Indiana Jones is now running from the giant boulder. Great use of silence in this opening shot here.
2: You wonder how many people kind of went in blind you know, like, oh, new AMC series, I love it, so I'm going to check
0: it out. And
2: at this point, you're just kind of in the dark.
0: I was worried about this guy being Rick because, you know, I was so used to the comic, and I wasn't familiar with this guy at all, and I assumed because I wasn't familiar with him, he wouldn't be familiar with the book, And uh, but this this guy looks like he stepped right off the comic book page as far as I'm concerned. Especially with the hat. The hat does it. His
2: accent threw me at, uh, at New York Comic Con. Right. It's kind of hard to imagine going from the British accent to the Southern, which they don't really play up the Southern too much, but I haven't picked up his natural accent, which
1: is good. I think there's one time in one of the episodes where he yells out Carl where it kind of slips, but that's about all. He, he does a good job.
0: Ugh. Look at the knives in the tree. I never noticed that. Looked like John Locke had been there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had this sound effect.
0: Ain't got no gas in it. Yeah, he looks nervous. What a way to start this show, man.
1: It was a good barometer for people when they start to watch this, you know, two minutes in and you know whether you're going to be in for this or not.
0: Do they even make hats like that anymore?
1: The
2: sheriff's department uh, where I work in the jail, they're pretty similar. Must be like a
1: sheriff's department thing. The state troopers in Pennsylvania wear not the same hats, but similar. They're more flat. This has kind of a lost
2: feel, too, with the little kid dragging the uh, stuffed animal around.
1: Yeah, Yeah, even that first shot where you're just seeing the feet.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Boom. There she is. She got braces on. Yeah, I never really noticed that before. Look at him. Oh, man. He knows what he's got to do. Too many Christmas. Can you believe that?
1: The great makeup, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And this great theme song. I, I love the work uh, Bear
0: McCreary did here. This open is really cool with all the stuff floating in the space between you and the what you're looking at. It's just
1: really nice. It's almost like you're looking at a photograph behind glass.
0: Mm-hmm. That was our bus that we see later. It's nice they included Charlie Adler in that credit there. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, here we go. I never noticed what John said about about uh Shane dipping his fries in his ketchup.
2: I think that came in an email or a voicemail.
0: I don't Yeah. I don't think
2: I noticed that either. This was just a good scene though, like giving them the you know, you're getting, like, the the good buddy banter here. And it sets the tone that, you know, they really were good friends. And it kind of
1: helps put into perspective what's going to happen later. It's one of those nice changes from the comic, because we never really got a scene like this before the outbreak between them. You
0: know, I'm holding the volume one hardcover right now. Turn into the front. I mean, it literally... The first thing we see in the comic is the two of them hiding behind their car, and the guy in the truck's already shooting at him, so this is all brand new here.
2: I heard a few people say that this whole dialogue was supposed to make you start to dislike Shane. You know, there's kind of like, I guess, some chauvinistic com- comments. and um,
1: Definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah, I, w- I was going to say I didn't really feel it at the time,
1: but I see where that could be, you know, a case could be made for that. And it's a good way to illustrate the differences between him and Rick. You're not only do you you know, put Shane down a little bit, but you elevate Rick by how he handles the situation and how he chooses to, to get around that particular conversation.
0: Watching this now, watching Shane's, when he asks about Laurie, and watching Shane's facial expressions, it it almost comes across as that he's already had an interest in Laurie for a while. Yeah. I I
1: don't doubt you on that one, Brad. I think you're absolutely correct.
0: I might have heard that accent right then when he said whenever. Maybe it's just because the volume's down low, though, and I imagined it.
1: I know people from the area of Georgia tend to say that the accents in the show are pretty at- atrocious, but for a northerner like myself, I can't tell the difference.
0: I don't know. I We had some family friends who lived in Georgia, and one of the daughters sounded pretty much like this.
2: like the
1: crows there. Yeah. A little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I like Shane's ball cap. I was actually just thinking how much I liked his gloves.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people from Georgia watch this and go, I know exactly where that road is. <laughs> I know I do that whenever things are filmed in Dallas and I'm looking at it. Looks like he did a little bit of his own stunt driving there.
2: John Bernthal, who plays Shane, was so overwhelmed at the Comic-Con by, like, the response and, the, uh, and when everybody started booing when they announced that he was Shane, you know, just because of the— not, hit, right. not the reaction to him, obviously, the reaction to Shane— he was totally, like, taken aback. He he blushed and, like, didn't know what to say and stuff.
0: Look at the back of that car says The Judge. There's a sticker on there called that said The Judge. I need to show that to Frank, seeing as how that says his nickname. <laughs> now, would this really happen to this car when it, when it did this? When it <laughs> no, did this? <laughs> not a chance. I wouldn't think so.
1: Interesting that these uh, sheriff's vehicles only have blue lights, no red lights.
0: I didn't notice that. It's a shame to beat that car up like that. I never noticed that. I wonder why they did that. What's that that you're speaking of specifically? The, uh, The blue... Non-red. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: know a lot of the cars out in this part of the country, it's just red and no blue. Oh, really? So it, it really, it's, the blue sticks out to me. I kind of like it.
0: We got red and blue in Texas and at night. When there's enough cars around, it looks like this purple light. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it, of course, varies by county. Some have both, some have just one, but...
0: I don't know. Those guys must be pretty high or something because if I'm going to hop out of a car and start shooting, I'm going to get behind something before I start shooting like that guy. Yeah, in the comic, he gets tagged once. It was a nice change. How many people are in that car? It's like clowns. (laughs) That guy probably should have tried to make a run for it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Stay down in the grass, maybe crawl away.
0: That must be kind of hard to act like that directly into a camera. Yeah, no kidding. It's interesting,
1: Shane's already using his shotgun even here before the, uh, the outbreak. Interesting that they kind of keep the weapons constant there.
0: I love this scene. He looks so funny carrying them flowers.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that I love the after image effect that they're using, but I don't know. It it doesn't it doesn't bother me. It's just I probably wouldn't have picked it.
2: I guess what I actually love was the aging of the flowers and stuff like that. Afterwards, the subtle hints that all that time had passed.
0: Yeah, that is a that's really the only reason I can even think of having the flowers. He just kind of explained it too about the dispatch picking them out. Look at that beard. That's a good month's worth of growth right there. Don't you think? Mm. I might go closer to
1: two weeks maximum but okay i mean so that's my, gonna depend on so the individual. my beard doesn't
0: grow as fast then i guess maybe
1: i mean i know my my facial hair grows faster than my regular just top of my head hair
0: but i'm sure that's all individual look at the flowers you can see the the petals like on the on the table they had fallen off in the overhead shot you could really tell Yeah, you could see all those. I wonder if there's any significance to that time. 217.
1: I know there's several uh, Stephen King references thrown in because of the relationship between Stephen King and Darabont, but I don't know that that's one of them. I don't know enough Stephen King to be sure. Never noticed those get well cards behind him before.
0: That bag sure is empty.
1: Yeah, I forget where I read it, but uh, some people were speculating that's probably what would have woken him up is whenever that IV ran out, his bro- body would have probably woken himself up due to dehydration.
0: water still works
1: Now it was one of our listeners who pointed out that this bed is different than the one that Shane actually puts in front of the door in a later episode, didn't they?
2: Sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. But well, I think well, I think the attention to detail about that bed being there in the first place was pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Another detail that other clock behind him stopped at the same
0: time. Oh, it sure did. I think the seconds. No, the seconds are the same, too. There must be electricity powered then, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess. I didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> Donate blood. <laughs> Yikes. Mm. She's seen better days.
0: I still think it's funny how we all thought that the words coming up on these doors came right out of the book, but they certainly aren't there at all. (laughs) Right.
2: I I've been thinking that since the promo art showed that door.
0: Yep. I don't you know what? I think it's from it's gotta be from later in the from later in the comic then, right?
1: Uh I think it's from <laughs> I don't want to give anything away, but I think it's yeah. from a later locale.
0: Yeah, I think we mentioned this earlier, uh, in, in one of our earlier episodes. This shot here is creepy. <laughs>
1: But, I mean, but whether it is used in the book later or not, I mean, it's certainly a testament to their attention to detail in terms of the tone of the show, that it feels like something that belongs. I sat next to a guy on the train the other day who had nails looking like that. It was very creepy. Luckily, he did not try to eat me. Got
0: the blood on the walls.
2: This was one of the great mini-trailer promos that they did.
0: Do one of you guys have a highway right outside your house? Uh,
1: I have you know? a fairly busy street. I might be hearing the cars. Uh, no, I just took my headphones off. There's nothing going on out there. If I remember back to when we first watched this episode, wasn't it you, Brad, who really liked this particular scene? I do. Like, the lighting
0: right there, he's actually holding some kind of light that was maybe not – yeah, you can see it right there behind his hand. It's really, really well done. Sorry about that. I did. I did. That was me. (laughs) That's nice too with that brightness.
1: And then one of the things I particularly liked about this whole pilot, but this scene in particular is the scope and how it slowly widens to where you just saw the hospital and then you see these bodies and then you go up the hill slightly and see more and then more and more until you get the full impact of what has gone down at
0: this particular locale. I wonder how they got all those flies to hang around. Or do you think those are CG flies? They look real flies to me. I'm That's a good question. A I, I think they
1: probably are real.
0: I agree with you. They look that way.
1: I suppose if you put out enough like rotting fruit or something, but then you have to act around that. You know,
0: it looks like they probably they could put some catfish bait out there or something. You know? Yeah. I sure would like to ask that question of somebody.
1: Nice swelling of the score here.
2: I was sure one of these body bags was going to be wriggling. You know, like they tied somebody up and then it... Yeah. And then... uh, Holy cow, look <laughs> at all those bodies.
1: That's what I mean where it's just like you just keep oh, widening out. Look at the destruction in the building behind him where it looks like it's there was an explosion of some type maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: A dead dog over here on the lawn, or I think it's a dog, something.
0: It's like a body. It looks like legs sticking out of a dress.
1: Oh yeah, I think you I think you might be right. And then this crawl over the hill to the helicopter and another bombed out building.
0: I like how there's color in it, but it's not overly saturated with color. I think it's nice.
2: This was really cool because it it really widened the scope, you know, like there was a military stand being made that that he slept through for be- for
1: lack of a better word. Yeah. I'd be interested if any of our listeners know both those helicopters had cross centaurs above a number seven. If uh, anybody could tell us exactly what that means, it'd be kind of interesting. Here is, of course, Bicycle Girl. The combination of Nicotero's practical effects and the CG they used, I think is just its a really nice meshing of the two. Yeah, it looks pretty real.
2: <clears throat> it's one of those things that you wish it could have been a surprise, but obviously for promotional reasons and everything, we'd all seen the Bicycle Girl 20, 30 times before this.
0: Drawers had pulled out, flung everywhere.
1: Yeah, some of the corals in there where he's crying is when he's saying it, you can kinda hear the accent come through just a just a smidge.
0: I like this scene. Talking to himself. Beating on his face. I don't know if you noticed that shot on his right hand. You could see his hospital bracelet. It, it. You could see his last name, Grimes. Oh, really? That's a yeah. You're watching on Blu-ray, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, I don't really have the
1: the definition to see that one, but that's a good catch. Yeah, it said Grimes on it. The zombie in the distance, of course, evokes the beginning of Night of the Living Dead, where they have just the single zombie off
0: in the distance in the graveyard. Yep. I always thought that was cool. It looked like Rick was waving, like, hey, what's up? I really think they should have used that Hanna-Barbera clonk sound here. <laughs> kind of did. Heavens to Betsy.
2: Oh, that was great. Hmm. Do you recall the actor's name that played Morgan Jordan?
1: I was just looking that up because uh, he's Lenny James. That's I thought that's what it was. Yeah, Lenny James. Playing Morgan Jones here with his son, Dwayne Jones. Of course, the name of Dwayne Jones is another reference to the Le- Night of the Living Dead because the uh, the lead actor in Night of the Living Dead, uh, also an African-American actor, was named Dwayne Jones.
2: Now, are they the Jones family in the comic? Uh, or
1: are they just Morgan and... I'm wondering if they ever even gave the last name.
0: Let me look. Let me look right here. I think they did. Let me look, though.
2: I'm just wondering if the line of the Living Dead reference came from originally, from the book, or if they made it Jones
1: for the show. This is not the first bit of acting that uh, yeah, Lenny James has done for uh, AMC either. He was in their Prisoner remake.
0: He tells Rick his name is Morgan Jones.
1: are particularly ugly bedsheets.
0: can see it there also. Oh, yeah. Look at all the bottles of water over there in the corner. Suitcases packed up. Okay, so this isn't the the Jones' house. He just said it was Fred and Cindy Drake's house. right. They had
1: come up. they were heading towards Atlanta, right with his wife when she got bit.
0: Oh, okay, we'll find that out, I guess here in a minute.
1: another a nice lighting by candlelight here
0: beard kind of looks fake
1: well I know they have uh, certain stuff that they can spread on stubble to make it look uh, thicker and fuller right yeah, I remember they used it on
0: law sometimes it's called wow I got hair is that really the name of it or no that was a Saturday night live skit oh, okay now his Lenny James looks real but his right there looks glued on this could have been a pickup shot later on after they
1: uh, – or reshoots after they had done some other stuff after he'd shaved. True that. John still with us? Yes. All right. Have they, ever, you guys seen the movie The Road?
2: I heard it was way too depressing, and I haven't brought myself to watch it yet. It is
1: super depressing. This just
2: reminds me of a scene in that
1: movie. I had trouble sleeping after seeing The Road. I had to watch part of Despicable Me. <laughs> No, it's the most unsettling movie I've ever seen.
2: This was kind of a big change of pace after the way the show started. Mm-hmm. But it's these human moments that make us keep repeating that you know they really grasped the idea of the book, which was about the characters, not the zombies.
1: In some of the interviews the producers have been doing about season two, they're saying they're hoping, they're not confirming, but they're hoping to have uh, Lenny James and uh, the kid who played Dwayne back for season two. So hopefully we get to see them again.
0: That would be cool. There we go.
1: Before the show, uh, Lenny James was on another post-apocalyptic hour-long drama called uh, Jericho, that my dad liked quite a bit. I didn't watch uh, too much of it, though.
0: It's a lot of walkers. There she is.
2: Now I don't. I know we spoke about it originally, but I don't remember. Is that Tara's mom from True Blood? Is it the <laughs> I same? Was just thinking the-, the
1: same thing. I don't think we ever confirmed it, but it certainly looks like her.
0: This shot is pretty awesome.
2: And it was a big deal, too. I mean, you know, these are the doorknob jiggling zombies that remember bits of their past. You know, that was a big departure from anything we'd seen in the book.
1: Hmm.
0: I like that shot of his eye right there. That's pretty awesome.
1: Morgan's wife is played by the actress Keisha Tillis, who is not Tara's mom on True Blood. Hmm. In fact, I haven't seen anything else that is on her IMDb before. And looking at pictures of, of her outside of her zombie makeup, she doesn't actually resemble that actress too much.
0: Doesn't speak well for that True Blood actress, then, does it?
1: That she looks like a zombie? Yeah. I'd say she's also about 20 years older than this actress, so that could be part of it. Andrew Lincoln's real last name is Clutterbuck.
0: Wow. Wonder why I changed it. That was quite a long time to go for a commercial. Actually, that probably wasn't the first commercial, was it? No, no, no. um,
1: I think right after he got shot was the first one.
0: I liked this. This was straight out of the book, too, with the, the helmet and the face shield and the in the bat. Ouch. It was nice of them to hide that kind of behind that fence. Yeah. Need a moment. Look at his blood splattered. Ugh.
1: Those are really steep, not even steps, more of a ladder going up to that second floor. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I wonder if it's more of an old, like, antique style attic type crawl space thing instead of a proper second floor.
0: Look at that sweat running down his neck. It's like white. Maybe it's just a trick of the light. I still wish I hadn't read the comic when I first saw this episode because it would have just been, you know, we would have been in the dark with Rick and that would have been a neat experience.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that was the appeal for lots of viewers.
1: Morgan
0: is very focused on manners and grammar. I was just thinking that same thing. I think it's it's cool, you know that he. He still gives a crap about that stuff. Is that Bob Marley on his shoulder? I was is just that? thinking it. It's either that or a really ugly woman. <laughs> You know, this episode of the Walking Dead TV podcast is going to be pretty boring to listen to if you're not watching the show with us. (laughs) I've heard a lot of people
2: that do that with our movie commentary shows. I don't get it at all, but.
0: Uh, I did it on my show on Half Hour Wasted. Bill McGonnell and I did it for uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So if there's any of our listeners who'd like that movie. Should that was a really fun up. episode, too. Yeah, it was. You should look that up. And Yeah, The Legion of Dudes has done it several times for several movies. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, this week we just did a one for This is Spinal Tap, which was a ton of fun to oh, record.
0: I'm going to have to watch that and listen.
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny. This is the second commentary recorded this week with the HHWLOD crew, and I'm the only person who's on both episodes.
0: Yeah, but this one goes to 11. <laughs>
1: can't exactly dust or vomit.
0: That sign on the wall said King County Sheriff's Department. I wonder if this is really King County.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I know the town that Rick is supposed to be from, in the comics at least, is Cynthia, Kentucky.
0: Um, Well, see his shoulder patch there said King County, Georgia.
1: Yeah, so they must have changed that some.
0: His badge says King on it.
1: Look at that. I know the the only reason he's supposed to be from Cynthia in the comics is because that's where Robert Kirkman is from, I believe.
0: I like the guy's radio hanging <laughs> yeah, off yeah. of.
1: Leon Bassett. Nice headshot.
2: How do you guys feel about um, CGI blood, like, in that shot in general? Are you used to it now? Because you, you, you get it, you know, 80%, 90% of the time now in, in action movies. And
0: Well, if it's well done and it doesn't scream CGI, I don't mind it. But then again, there's a lot of practical fake blood that looks fake and it looks like you know cherry syrup so yeah I pretty much agree as long as it's done well this scene the next couple of minutes where they intercut from Rick to the Joneses Rick to Jones Rick to Jones is really well done nice music nice parallel of what's going on I think it's cool that we get to see, you know, it's not like we just follow Rick and we never see the other again. We get to kind of see what's happening to both of them since they parted ways. I wonder what comics (laughs) he's reading.
1: Well, there's an issue of The Walking Dead on the bed I can see, and I believe he's either reading Invincible or Science Dog, both of which were written by Robert Kirkman. You actually saw an issue of The Walking Dead on the bed? Uh, I could recognize the logo. Oh wow! I couldn't tell what issue it was, but
0: there's that woman uh, with, without her uh, zombie. Crystal
1: bottling works from Erie, Pennsylvania. My grandmother's from there.
0: Sorry, what was that, Brad? There's a good picture of the of the non uh, true bud actress, the zombie lady, not zombified. Right, right. I'm gonna have to when we're done here. I'm gonna have to go back to that scene. She's pretty. Mm, Yeah. I'm going to have to go back to that scene and look at that bed. Check out those those comics. It's pretty ballsy to put an issue of The Walking Dead on the bed, don't you think? I mean, I couldn't even read
1: the logo. I just recognized the shape of it. So, I mean, for, for the average viewer, as long as it doesn't take you out, it doesn't mind. It doesn't bother me,
0: rather. Somebody, you know, made a good point about the scene coming up with him having target practice, but, you know, why isn't he concerned about it drawing attention? Look at the grass as discolored as she's been dragging herself across it.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Look at that le- leg bone just sticking out of the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she got one leg bone. (laughs) Nice shot. Oh, see? Yeah, there they go. They heard that shot. Now they're turning around.
1: Yeah, there certainly is some throwing caution to the wind there. Yeah. I think Shitty starts needs to start using some conditioner or something there.
2: Maybe some lotion. <laughs> Skin's kind of dry.
1: I love what Nicotero did with that. Uh, those appliances to expose the teeth, make the lips look pulled back and rotted away. It's a, it's a fantastic effect.
0: This scene speaks volumes about Rick's character. You know, he says, I'm sorry this happened to you. Yeah, that looked kind of CG-ish.
1: I had less problem with the blood so much as just the way her body flung back. That
0: seemed weird to me. All of a sudden, I started hearing... Thriller in my head watching all those zombies walk down the street. (laughs) Does have to be some painful contacts to wear. Do you guys think you could do this?
1: Hell yeah. I mean, I think I could put down somebody if I had to. I think this is a situation where you don't really have to. This is more of a internal struggle for him. I'm not somebody gonna be one of those. To fools.
2: I'm not gonna be one of those fools in the movies that lets the person hang on a little too long and it ends up getting bit.
0: Lightning in the distance. Do you see that? Yeah. Dale. Did
1: we ever see that motorcycle again?
0: I don't remember. So, I guess we're also to take it that when Lori takes notice of what's going on, she doesn't actually get to hear Rick's voice at that point. I guess. See, she's sitting right there. There is
1: enough static, though, you know? I don't think he said his name.
2: Love Love Science Science Dog shirt. I was just about to say, love that Science Dog t-shirt. I believe that young actor is going to be at the Pittsburgh Comic-Con. Chandler Riggs? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, coming up that jim will be at maybe jim will get a chance to say hi to him and very cool try to get him to spill some beans
0: laurie <laughs> holden and t-dog and several of the vatos and our friend uh anthony uh they're all going to be at the dallas comic-con uh in late may and uh i know russ and i and uh Frank and Bill were all planning on going to that. That was the first shot of the high pants, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking when he was in the hospital giving the flowers to Rick that his pants were a little high
0: there, too. Look at that necklace around his neck. It says 22. wonder if that was his badge number. Maybe that's the kind of gun he prefers. Yeah. <laughs> Well, except we know he likes a shotgun. Yeah.
1: Worst thing about the apocalypse?
0: Camping. I love camping. I think the worst thing would be no showers.
1: Well, I, I could definitely agree with you there. <clears throat>
0: I'm going to say the worst thing is going to be the zombies. (laughs) Ah,
1: They're Hmm. incidental.
0: That's a given. Give me some sugar.
1: This, of course, for anybody who hadn't read the comics, this is about to be the big reveal of this episode. Um,
2: that's a spot where reading the comics was definitely uh, definitely had you miss out on that reveal Mm -hmm.
1: although you know I mean depends how you look at it when we read the comics we got the same reveal just in the comics so
0: we just got a different experience than other people did so do you think this scene right here is before or after he shot the little girl at the I yeah, I was never very clear well, on that. I guess it could have happened. Just then, he got out of his car, and he, when we first saw him, he was carrying a gas can, wouldn't he? Yeah, and it was that same one for sure. I don't recall him carrying those bags in the first shot, but he had to have been because he ends up having them.
1: I'm trying to remember. Didn't in the first scene, did the car run out of gas where he was? No. No, so both of them he stopped on his own accord. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it doesn't... Well, no, because he grabs the horse here, so this has to take place second.
0: Yeah. I mean, he didn't stop of his own accord right here. He got out and started walking.
1: Right, carrying. so the car
0: must have run out of gas here. Right. And it didn't previously because he got out of his car. He was not carrying the bags. True. Which means he just stopped to try to find some gas because he knew it was low. Now these flies, I think, are suji. Yeah. I don't remember if the book showed that on the wall. God forgive us or not. I'm going to take a peek here and see if I can find it. No, it's not written on the wall in the book. It just shows them all dead in the same room. And in the book, he ran out of the house and puked. He didn't do that just now, did he?
2: So originally there was a lot of talk of how was this horse still healthy and alive. But I guess now I'm looking at it as these people could have hung around much longer. You know, this all didn't have to go down the same day Rick went into a coma. In other words, these people could have been alive for several
1: weeks and then decided that it was hopeless.
0: Yeah, they're isolated out here in the country.
1: Well, plus, I mean, I know horses mostly like grains and stuff, but can they eat grass? Oh, heck yeah. So he's in a field.
0: You guys ever ridden
1: a horse before? Rode a pony at a county fair once that was, like, attached to a (laughs) turnstile. That's it. They had, like, six attached to a hexagon. I've bet on them.
0: (laughs) I rode on a a horse a couple of times and always regretted it the next day because my legs would kill me. (laughs) Especially up and in and around the groin area. I'd imagine so. Yeah. I guess you'd get used to it eventually. But, uh. There was something kind of majestic about being on a horse, though. Love this image.
1: I'm so glad they used it for the poster and then the DVD set and stuff.
2: Yeah, I was going to say somebody else loved it, too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My Blu-ray looks pretty nice, by the way. It sure looks a heck of a lot nicer than the supposedly HD signal that they showed on AMC. I don't see any kind of compression like I did watching it on the television.
2: Well, you can't get 1080p from television no matter what they say. I mean, it's still high def in quotes, but okay. It's only 1080i at best. Well,
0: it sure looked There's a difference. Poor. Yeah, I know.
1: The I stands for interlace. What does the P stand for? Progressive. Right. Okay. That's that's right. Be interested if this helicopter is the same logo the other ones did.
2: I was just about to see something there as he walked by. Yeah, red cross
0: cutaway. Nope, it's a uh, red. Looks like a match helicopter. All right, we're about to see our boy Buster. Man, I miss Buster. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's very possible though that this actor has been in another episode uh, with a different look. So, true. At least and they gave the him, him that nice figure. spotlight
1: on the uh, DVD and Blu-ray set on the yeah. menu. I really
0: want him to come back.
2: I think the pre-order for the action figures will be in the next previews.
0: You know, I never saw the picture. Was it actually Buster?
1: They, they had a picture of, I want to say, the box, which had a picture of him, but is. not the actual action figure for him yet. They only had the comic book zombie action figures. You mm-hmm. had zombie girl in the back in, like, the party dress. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's your uh... crows. There's your circle back to the crows. Mm
1: hmm. Another uh, Stephen King reference, most likely. There was a tank in this scene in the book, right? There was what?
2: A tank in the book in this scene? Um, Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering what I'm imagining and what's actually there.
0: There's that helicopter we never found anything about. We gotta have something for season two. Yeah. Interesting, that V on
1: that building. Um...
2: The V on the, the tank behind him, too. Did you see that?
0: Yeah. In the book, it shows him. Whoa. She was. Shows him riding to town, but there is no tank.
1: You know, I think the tank might be from when him and Glenn go back into the city in the book.
0: Yeah, it was not there the first time they, they that he went to the city. I'm going to go back and pause that one shot of them coming around, just take a look at some of those zombies.
2: Yeah, I think... I think the zombies in this scene will more closely resemble what we get in, like, the Guts episode and the other ones where we felt it was a little lower yeah. quality. Well, I mean, when you got
1: to put 100 different people in makeup...
2: Yes, I, I totally <laughs> understand, but just to... I was trying to put it in perspective, I guess, that they really only went all out for the few scenes in the pilot where they could, you know.
1: Right, on in the hero zombies, if you will. And
2: yes, tanks do have escape hatches but look, underneath. look, in this
0: in this scene you don't it's not there. If you look at where he is, right above his head, it's not there. You see what I'm saying?
2: Yes. Yeah, that was the quick one. Remember, we we didn't like how quick he was about,
1: oh, I'm going to blow my head, oh, there's an open hole. Yeah, you should have had another half to a full second of
0: realization. You also should have seen that hole already in those under shots.
1: Yeah. Apparently, zombies sleep.
0: That's great. That was a dumb move. Nice use of audio here. Yeah. With the ringing.
1: And this, this is almost that same effect they used with Shane in the hospital, but I think it works much, much better here in terms of the visuals. It's, this is
0: more stuttered instead of multi- multiple images. Like, True, yeah.
2: This is pretty much the chunk of footage that I got to see early yeah. from after the horse. I didn't, definitely didn't see the horse getting mauled but I saw all of this and it ran into the beginning of what ended up being episode two.
0: There's Buster. Mm. Nice touch with the zombie's eyes open. apparently that tank has some reserve power because it's got lights on in there
1: yeah I I guess it would run for a little while at least
0: or maybe there's
1: some like thick plexiglass or glass portions solar panels want a solar powered tank <laughs>
0: cool music
2: I used to know the name of the band and the song.
1: I like this song, but I don't know that it necessarily fits here.
0: I think the reason it fits is because it's so not appropriate. Uh Uh-huh. That could be. We see Buster anywhere in this shot?
1: Oh, I'm sure if you really looked at it, you could find him, but...
2: It might be. I don't know. Gotta look for the purple shirt.
1: But a lot of them are wearing purple shirts. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I love this shot.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Do you figure they, like, had the, the camera crane
0: mounted on the side of the building? No, I think 90, 85% of that shot is CG. Oh, that's a good thought. Just that center, you know, when it started, just that center section right, was real, and the rest was CG. What a way to start that season, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was
2: just as good as I remember. (laughs) You know, you never know how much your want for the show to be good kind of takes over when it happens the first time. Plus, when you're planning a podcast on a TV show, you really want the show to be good. But uh, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have sucked if we got here and uh, it wasn't any good.
2: Yeah. We would not be here right now. I can t- <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be doing two uh, episodes a month for an off-the-air show that was no good.
0: And those of you watching the Blu-ray along with me, a really cool uh, menu. With some of the, the hero zombies. Same on the DVD. It's, a, yeah. it's really nice. Yeah.
1: So uh, thank you guys for joining us for this commentary of uh, Days Gone By, the pilot of The Walking Dead. How often are we going to do this, guys? Uh, every other episode. So every, every month.
2: Yeah, once a month we will do an episode. So next month will be Guts. And it it may not be the same crew on each episode. Yeah, I think we'll rotate it around a little bit. Maybe we'll try to get everybody together for the finale.
0: Although we had several stretches of uh, of silence there, maybe you know five of us on at one time wouldn't be a problem. So
2: right, and that'll bring us besides our other shows of the month where we do our normal routine. That'll bring us to September
0: awesome and
2: yeah and then it'll be time to i'm sure the news will be rolling in and we got new york comic con in october i'm hoping to get to see some more footage and get some more news there and hopefully have a little bit more of an inside track on uh interviews and things like that and and we'll be ready to rock and roll you
0: need to start practicing your ninja moves now dude yeah yeah Gonna get stealthy again
2: Jordan, would you like to close the show with a spiffy little thing? You could use Dead Hookers in it if you, if you want. <laughs> I, I had not considered that. Visit us at walkingdeadtv.com. Check out all our old episodes. You can also check out hhwlod.com for the Half Hour Wasted, the Legion of Dudes, and the Media Minutes podcasts, along with the PKD Black Box which includes Tales from the Attic. And you can give us a call at 516-468-7912 or email comments at walkingdeadtv.com. Check out at Podcast on Twitter and, of course, our Facebook groups for Half Hour Wasted, Legion of Dudes, and the whole HHWLOD
0: network. We each have our own Twitter. Mine's Brad Milo. B-R-A-D-M-I-L-Y-O. What's yours, John? It's either L-I-John-M
2: or L-I-John-M and the number one. I always forget. I don't think there's a number one. I think it's L-I-John-M.
0: I I was going to say the one sounded familiar.
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing. Uh, I, of course, am at Jordan FRM Jersey. That's at Jordan FRM Jersey
0: because they don't let you use enough characters for me to put the whole word from. And Russell's is R. Latham. R-L-A-T-H-A-M. And Jim's is, is it Yoda Jones? Yes, That's correct.
2: And thanks for all the follow Fridays and all that great stuff, all our Twitter people.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Every once in a while I'll get one where somebody will list all of ours together, and it's pretty neat. Yeah, we're
2: a little more low-key in the off-season, but we'll we'll be back to being real active and uh, setting up contests and all that stuff for the Twitter people.
0: The people that gave us Follow Fridays today, actually, I'm looking at them are Amber Sin, C-Y-N, P-V-T Giggles.
2: That's Private Giggles. I got yelled
0: at that. Oh, that's about right. About that once, yeah. Whoa, they worked I'm, hard for that designation. Whoa, I'm Brutal gave us one. Tep Pope gave us one. Dark Enchantress, Zero Fights. T-W-D Spain, Fake Six Pack. The Z-S-C, who's got a cool. That's a zombie survival crew. Yeah. yeah, Katie, Dark Angel, Silver Psycho, Jason and Karen of the Walking Dead cast. I was just on the show earlier today. Cool. Beach Betty. Man, that was a week ago, but still, thank you.
2: What's our Twitter number at, Bradley?
0: Uh, let me look. Let's see. Wow, we have 668 followers. I'm sure a handful of those are are bots but uh still that's quite a bit we so we you know, missed I've,
1: our 666th follower for the walking dead tv podcast
2: we sure did maybe we can get rid of some of the bots until we're down to 665 <laughs>
0: try it, again every every day it seems like i'm always getting emails about people following us it's pretty awesome
2: i did i want to mention two quick things and then we'll let jordan bring it home uh it you reminded me when you said zero fights who's one of our Twitter followers wanted to mention that the Walking Dead is premiering in the u k relatively soon, which is cool, so hopefully we' pick up some new u k fans that' would be I awesome mean they,
0: they haven't they haven 't had it on
1: TV yet I have a feeling this must be premiering on a second channel or something because it premiered in like forty countries maybe the a week. dVD's coming out maybe that 's what it is, but it should have been aired already
2: for our fans in the u k we will be in the newest ...issue of Scream Horror Magazine, which you can get at ScreamHorror.com. We hope. We're supposed to be in it. The the issue's running a little late, so nobody's actually seen the article yet. But uh, we did a Walking Dead TV article for that publication. So, check it out.
0: I can put that on my resume now.
2: Yes. Oh, and one more thing. I'm a big fat liar. One more thing. Uh, We have kind of officially joined forces with the Walking Dead fan club... Uh, they have a great forum and a whole Walking Dead site, and they auction off a lot of cool stuff like autographed things and uh, kind of one-of-a-kind items, art and stuff like that. They talk a lot about the comic on their forums and stuff, which is cool. That's the TheWalkingDeadFanClub.com if you want to check that out and get into discussions about the comic or the TV show. Issue 83 was really cool. Uh, and if you read it and you'd like to have some discussion on it, the
1: Walking Dead fan club is a good place or forumforgeeks.com Yeah, definitely forumforgeeks.com home of the Walking Dead podcast network. Uh, check it out. Join up. Join the conversation. You can find Walking Dead podcasts and many, many other genre and geek-themed podcasts. There's lots of great stuff on there. But until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, even if AMC can't be bothered to provide Walking Dead commentaries for you, the Walking Dead TV podcast is committed to provide them each and every month to get you through to the next season. Have a good week. Good night. Good night.